Welcome to another episode of Soul Feeling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And Kobe is out for today, but she'll be back with us next week. Um, she had some mama business to take care of. And of course, you know yes. that we just had this crazy winter storm, power yes. outage, catastrophe. So things are a little weird in Texas, but we Perfect. made it. We made it. We here. <laughs> we are here. Thank God. You know, there's so many people who have suffered um, so many people have came back to houses that were flooded, pipes mm. burst, people have yes. died because of this, and mm. just keep Texas in, um, your prayers, and please do, please do, all, all the families that are low on su supplies, my heart goes out to you all, um, just all the people that are having hardships, some people, like you said, they're unable to use their water right now. Mm -hmm. Who would imagine a flood in the middle of February? So homes are being flooded because of the pipes. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just, I, I'm only imagining that's not a good place to be in. I'm so grateful to God that my family is doing well. But I do know some people that, you know, water is not working right now. Imagine that not being able to, you know, flush your toilet, little things that we take for granted. So, yeah, just my heart goes out to them. Soulmates, keep Texas in your prayers. Um, but we are going to overcome this. We are definitely going to overcome this. And I'm just so shout out to the families and the people that has been helping. Um, Beyonce donated a relief fund. So shout out to her and just all the other organizations that are stepping up in a major way. We, we do appreciate you. I know AJ McQueen, he's being major in the community, delivering water. That's a huge necessity. Oh my gosh, the grocery store lines were wrapped around the stores, y'all. It was, it was just, it was a hard time for us. So definitely keep us in your prayers. And I just send prayers out to those families that are really, really, truly in need. Yes. There's one more person I want to shout out is Ruby from Wonder Like Wonders. They like mm -hmm. created a disaster relief team. And so it's just really good to see, you know, people coming together to really, you know, help our community. And it's okay if you can't do much, you know, but if you're in Texas, you know, just stay on top of your mental health and get grounded. Mm -hmm. Just, it's, it's just totally okay to just try to recenter yourself if that's all you can do because we need you good but um we made it yes so let's go ahead and jump into what fed our soul this week yes Ooh, what fed our soul so we kind of already covered it in the intro for me it was just you know going through what I considered this last week being some of the some of the most difficult times and I, I like to put a positive spin and a positive outlook on it but if I'm just being really, really honest, um, gosh, just y'all know I, the cold is a very, very challenging moment for me, but being in the cold for so long, cause guys, we were, um, if I think it was three days without power, like consistently it would go off and on. But one day we literally had no power for more than 12 hours. It was intense. And not even to say it was just not any power, but it was no cell phone signals. So I'm trying to call my, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my aunts, my uncles, and no calls are going through whatsoever. So I'm just like, I was remaining calm, but I was just like, I wish I could get through this way. Like, 
why can't I talk to y'all? Like, I understand the power is out and we can't charge our phones, but the cell phone towers were out. Like we couldn't even make outgoing calls. We couldn't even get on, on the internet service, like no social media. I would try to go just reach out to some people on messenger, maybe on or Instagram, but it was like nothing, nothing from my phone, at least everyone, every area in Houston, Houston's so big. So some areas they didn't operate like this and other areas it did. So, but I was just like, wow, can you imagine? And so in the midst of all of that, I'm just like, you know, I'm not even gonna, you know, worry about the bad. I'm just gonna focus on the good, send positive vibes to my family. And then the family that was with me, me, Jarvis, Eva, and you know, his family, we were just, you know, we were just gonna make the most of it. And just my, the thing was to stay warm. That was the goal. And so we, we ended up just playing games at the house and, you know, we read books and we did like puzzles and we were just doing everything under our power. Uh, stay warm we we were in the car for most I know they were saying on the news don't be in your car but y'all I'm sorry I was in my car with that heat on not in a closed in environment I was not in a garage or a closed space I, I park on the street so I was in an open space and what I would do I would turn the car on for like 10 minutes heater like going and then you leave all the windows up in the heater it stays warm in there so it'll last for like hours you just in a warm bubble but it was some survival skills one-on-one I was like y'all we out here surviving because yeah but all in all just surviving and keeping a positive mindset made it go by that much more faster versus you know thinking like this is the end the world's ending even though it felt like there was no end in sight but you know just still remaining positive through it all so yeah, that, that just keeping, staying grounded, staying prayed up, positivity through your dark times will definitely help get them, get you through them a lot, like easier and smoother, should I say. That's so good. Yes, I'm kind of on the same tip as you, Jazz, with like um, thinking about the positive that came out of it. It just made me think of like the communal living that we always have to resort to in a like, something that's like a catastrophe um because for me my family we're spread um we're like really pretty close Pearland I live in the Houston area um and so it was just really amazing to see like the first day uh everybody in Pearland's um power went out and so my whole my mom my brother sister-in-law two nephews came to stay at my apartment and then we woke up and um and my power was out and so we had to migrate back back um I went to mom's house my brother went to um his house and it was just a whole bunch of like hey what do you have how can we help each other and so like my cousins ended up staying with my mom my dad came to check in and it was just a whole bunch of house hopping and getting water for each other and yeah. seeing what other people need it right yeah so it just made me think of like, wow, like when stuff does go crazy, the only thing we can really count on, of course, God, but is it each other. Um, and I feel like, you know, even when there's not a catastrophe going on, we should lean on each other and be that support for each other when we can. Um, because, I mean, that's really what's going to help us, us help us through. So I really want to like that collective communal living. Um, Girl. Um, for that girl and that's so true that you said that because me and my neighbors we all had a, a snowball fight in the first day and then after the, it was a real short-lived snowball fight we out there throwing snowballs having fun dogs running around playing with the neighbor's dogs 
And next thing you know, we like, okay, we only can do 15 minutes to this because when we go back in the house, ain't no heat. So uh, <laughs> we don't need to cut, wrap this up. But it was just good. And, you know, across the street neighbors, them finding places for water, we telling them, y'all go ahead and hurry up and get there. And or if y'all do need some and the line's long, y'all just come over to our house or they come, they offered us to just grab some water from their house. Like you said, just that communal process. And that's what also gave me solace was when a couple calls did go through. My mom, she called and told me that she was at family friend's house. So I was like, okay, we good. You're not by yourself. That made me happy. So it was just, it was good to know that we had people that we can rely on. Like you said, those people, those really good people, being that person and being that person for someone is just so extremely important during these times. So important. So that was our soul filling gems of the week. <laughs> but yes. I know Jasmine has been talking about this book that she's been reading. And so we're going to go through it, break it down, because I know we got some gems that we need to get into. Girl, yes. So the book, y'all, before I get into So the book is called The 5 a.m. Club. I'm going to stop there. But wait, before I even get into the book, Y'all go ahead and smash that subscribe button, hit that like button, comment, <laughs> share. Even if you just drop a heart emoji as the comments, that will help get the, 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 the vibe out to more people, get, the, get us up in the rankings, guys. So go ahead and do that right now. Share this with anybody. Make sure you like it. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform. Go write us a nice review or just give us an emoji, y'all. Okay. Alrighty. So the book, The 5 a.m. Rule. Y'all, this book... Like I told y'all on last podcast, or maybe it was the podcast before that I was going to start reading this book for like 21 days or for like two or three weeks into it and gets ingrained in my life. I'm about to really do that. So this week makes the second week that I've started the book over and I'm already like, and when I say read this book, guys, remember I'm listening to audio books. Um, I do have a beautiful library. I do read them when I do have some spare time, but most times I've, I, in the book, it even talks about this, how we should turn, we spend at least, and if you live in Houston, you spend it way more time than this in your car if you still have a job where you travel back and forth and commute and, and rush hour traffic. But they said on average, we spend one hour a day in our car. If you add that up to the entire year, you spend 365 hours in your car. Turn that time that you're spending into your car. Um, what did they say? Make it useful, make it impactful in a positive way. I know we like to listen to our music. I know we like to listen to you know, fun stuff and, you know, just, you know, if you want to buy out, but, you know, they said there is a, a thing that say, call it into travel academy, turn it into audio university, like turn your car into, because you could get the same amount of um, knowledge that you would in a classroom if you turn your car into um, a, a mobile classroom. All right. Right. So, okay. Um, so this book called 5am rule in the book, it gives us he has like this, this beautiful golden scroll. And in that scroll, he has five rules carved and ingrained into the scroll. And so the book is, it's such a good book, y'all. It's told in a beautiful story and it even turns into a love story. So y'all go read it, listen to it. I listen to it on Audible, um, but there are other streaming platforms that I'm pretty sure you could get a hold to the book and listen to it or just go buy a beautiful copy on Amazon somewhere, but it's the 5 a.m. club totally worth it and so the rule number one that talks about in the book um it is talks about it states an addiction to distractions is the end of your creative production let me read that one more time 
and addiction to distractions is the end of your creative production. So us being, I know the one of the most major things that we are addicted to in this day and age, and we talked about it on last podcast, is being, and me and Tiff was even talking about it before we started our podcast, is the social media addiction. That's one of the most major ones, but that's just only to name one. Like we could be addicted to TV shows. We can be addicted to coffee. We can be addicted to um, anything, anything really like. So just the goal, I think in this, and and I want to know what you say. First, let go ahead and say your point and I'm going to say my point too. So what do you think? No, Mm -hmm. this just kind of made me think of what what are causing these distractions. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, um, sometimes for me, when I like watch Netflix or something, a lot of times it's just to, you know, relax and cool down, but also to get away from what life is actually. Mm -hmm. And then so also same thing for um, social media or listening to a podcast. Sometimes I'm just like, Really, I don't want to think about my problems. I want to, I want to distract myself. And so, but you realize those things don't really, they don't really help you. Like it's cool to chill and hang out with your family, watch Netflix. Like I'm saying that's cool, it, but it has to be from like a healthy source. And so right, right. Um, I found myself sometimes, especially when I'm down, distracting myself from that. But in real, in actualization is, looking inside and looking unto God and then also like you know working on the things to create a life that you don't have to distract yourself from um is what would be better (laughs) to do so I I don't know I know that kind of went a different route but that's just what, what, what it made me think of yeah no that that's good and I think like you say it doesn't really necessarily mean it's bad if you have these these escapes and it goes back to what I was saying on last week's podcast the the saying where I was saying balance doesn't mean equal and so balance you do want to have a balance on your life and sometimes those balance may be to watch Netflix may be to unplug but you don't want to allow that to over consume your life so much so to the point it's distracting you from your actual goal you looked up two weeks from now you haven't started that thing that you know better you know you were supposed to do you knew it was supposed to be um checked off on your to-do list and so I think and it even goes and we me and Tiff we had a whole podcast before this podcast so but in in saying that so I, I basically broke down how just because something you know balance doesn't mean equal right and we know we're supposed to be most of the time taking care of business, but then we also know self-care is important too. We don't want to neglect ourselves and all we're doing is just business, 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 overdrive, overdrive, right? We also don't want to spend what is seven days out of the week. We don't want to spend six days, you know, playing around in one day only um, working to tending toward our business. So even if our self-care is only for one day of that six days or maybe two days, I mean, two days of the seven days or one day of the seven day, just because it's a small portion, oftentimes when we do the things that's a small portion, we neglect them. We say, oh, I don't need to, you know, paint my nails today or I don't need to, I don't know, um, relax or I don't know, y'all know, whatever it is you do. 
and you like sweep that under the rug and we constantly on go mode, go mode, grind mode, grind mode to the point to where we're, we're feeling overwhelmed and we have no more creative energy left so that we can't even produce. So I think it's, it's a balance. Either we can let distractions consume us so much so to the point where we don't have any creative energy or we can neglect our, create, our, our self-care time, that time to go on a walk, that time to sit back and wind down, that time to truly just unplug and we let we neglect that so much so to the point we don't even have any creative energy flowing through us. So it is a balance, but the balance doesn't necessarily mean it's equal. Yeah, I, I totally agree because um, you know, this like winter storm kind of like forced me to stop, <laughs> to stop and just chill. And it was like, you know, even though it was very bad for other people, I was just like, dang, like I needed time to do nothing at all. But that also is um the real yeah but the reason why um like that still was a detriment to like soul feeling because I wasn't able to get out the podcast on Tuesday and so what I'm saying is when you are um being so bombarded with work 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 and especially if it's not work that you like really just love and are passionate about and not your life purpose it could be a great job or whatever but when you're so consumed by those things when you are finally ready to do a smoothie bowl tutorial or make fun content to promote healthy living you're so burnt out that you're just like I don't want to do anything and so it's just like don't push yourself so much the point to where when you do get a break that break lasts like forever because Mm -hmm. like you will burn yourself out if you don't have those little self-care if you don't you will burn yourself out that's like why people stop doing a lot of things like they stop acting they stop doing Mm. doing stuff because they're just so burnt out like I just don't want to do anything anymore right yeah that is so true I've been there where I was just so overwhelmed and so over everything I was like I'm just gonna lay down and do nothing like just everybody leave me alone for a day or two or and then that turns into maybe this ain't for me after all (laughs) y'all it it was the same I don't know what book it was in or maybe it was in the same book but it talked about how we live in a society actually it was the 5am club it was like we live in a society where when things get tough because we're so overwhelmed instead of us going back to the drawing board recentering ourselves changing up the game plan seeing where we need to tweak it we just write it off and saying you know what maybe that dream was not for me that was not meant for me but we got to understand that every dream we go through we're going to come to that brick wall point we're going to come to a, a you know a dead end place where we feel like our back is against the wall we don't know Oh, and this actually leads me, does this lead me to the next rule? Because I can actually, oh, this actually segues right into the next five rules. So I'm, I'm going to tell, it's going to all tie together. So actually, this is the third rule. So we're going to have to come back up to the second. Should I stay in order or should I just go? Uh-uh, whatever. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go to the third rule. It says all changes, all changes are hard at first. All changes they start about the same first messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end so let me read that again all changes are hard at first all changes they start about the same they're messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end so all changes you're gonna get to that messy point 
right? You're going to be doing something new or it's something old that you've been wanting. It's been a goal that's been, you know, dormant inside of you. You haven't gave much attention attention to. When you start that, that, that thing, and it makes me think about in my real estate company, like, you know, I'm making changes that I ain't never seen before. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm engulfed in embarking on new adventures, different properties I'm looking into that I've never seen. I have to remind myself to stay grounded and understand, although things are flowing right now for me, it's going to get messy at some point. And when it gets messy, I have to stick to like the plan. You can't deviate off the path just because it gets messy because you have to understand it says things are going to get messy in the middle, but they're going to be gorgeous in the end. And think about our life. Our life has been that. We've been through messy moments, but then it's beautiful at the end. We've been through messy relationships, been through, but it's good at the end. We've been through messy jobs, but then you came back and it was good at the end. Whether you no longer work for that company or whether you work for it and now you have a better position or whatever the case is, or even your skill set, it could have been messy. You may not have been the best at your craft, but you stuck it through and now it's beautiful at the end. It's gorgeous. So just understanding that along your journey when we're trying to do different things and create different tasks there's not this this um when you get to the wall you're like oh and that's what we tend to do we tell ourselves just because things are are scrambling out of control we can't figure it out we feel like our backs against the wall we feel like it's no way that this is going to work out for us we say oh yeah this goal this is probably not for me it's not meant for me but realize it that goals don't just work themselves out. It's not going to all just figure it. It's like, we have to figure it out. We have to put in that work. And sometimes it can be as, as simple as asking God what to do on a consistent basis, basis and having faith. And, and so when the answer do come, taking that immediate action, we don't know. We don't know. But I'm just saying it's still doable. Everything is all doable, all figure outable. We can do it. We can, but we can't give up. We cannot give up. Yeah, that reminds me of um, our episode we had about failure. It's that mm. between time of what you do that's going to cause you to stay failing or to succeed. So when you do get to that wall, you have to, you, you have to make the decision. Am I going to receipt? Am I going to just stay here, stay still, go a different way? Or no, this is for me. I'm going to keep doing this. But what I was thinking about earlier this week is like, Hope, I think we talked about this before, but hope really is something that we all need. That's that one thing that's going to keep us moving forward. If we could just see, oh, this feeling is not going to last forever. Better is on the way. That is a part of like the centering process, I guess, because when you don't see any hope, you're like, you're just like, what is it here for? So I'm just telling all of our soulmates, are you, if you are against the wall, if you're feeling like it's not getting better than this, I want you to know that it is going to get better. See it through, look for the light, know that you can pull through, but it's up to you to make that decision. And I love how you said, instead of, um, I forgot exactly what you said, but you said, instead of doing something, make sure that you go back to the drawing board and recenter yourself. A lot of times we don't want to recenter ourselves you know, we want to stay in bed all day because we just don't feel good. We don't want to record Soul Feeling Podcast because it hurts to talk, you know, but you have to do the work. You have to recenter yourself, go back to the drawing board and say, what do I need to change? What do I need to focus on to be able to get through? 
Um, and I would say that, you know, having a really good circle around you or even listen to podcasts that uplift you um, to get you through those things or knowing who to talk to to get you through those hard moments is so important. Yes, yes. And and I love how you gave a different, it's a variety of things. Because sometimes, you know, we tell ourselves, oh, if I just go to this one seminar, my life is going to be better. If I make this one phone call and talk to this one person, my life is going to be better. If I watch this one show, my life going to, or I listen, you know, whatever it is, read this one book, my life going to be better. That's not the case. Same with investing. Like if I just buy this one share, my life going to be better. I'm sorry to tell you, but it's not what we do one time that's going to make our situation better. And I, and going back to when you said, um, making no excuses like going back to the drawing board in fact that's actually one of the other five rules of the 5 a.m club and that's the rule that I skipped over rule number two it says excuses breed no genius release your rationalizations so we got to release the the excuses that we want to give as to why oh, it's too early, my back hurt, I stayed up too late last night, or, you know, whatever we tell ourselves to to not do the thing that we are supposed to be doing. And I know it's hard, y'all. I know it's difficult. I know I'm speaking from personal experience and I'm not even perfect. I'm far from it. I still struggle. And I'm, I, and I'm, I'm real enough to tell you that I'm still like battling with this, but I can tell you I'm getting better and better every day because what makes us better is not the fact that we make mistakes because mistakes, mistakes are going to happen. It's the fact that we keep trying even after the mistake happened we keep going we fall off we get back up and we try even some more like like you said even if you don't see change even if you don't feel the change the fact that you're still putting those progressive whether it's thought vibrations or the actions that it takes or if, even if it's you speaking it out loud and speaking it to existence that's that hope that you were just talking about too that's that that's creating the faith that you need to get closer to your dreams your dreams don't start when when you do like like I said do it for one one time it's going to take a consistent continuous repetitive a different variety of things you doing it's no one cookie cutter approach manual that say these two things and then your life you you're in paradise no, just constantly doing those things without making any excuses, though. That's the going back to the topic, though. That's what's really going to make us game changers. Like, think about it this way. McDonald's, you I like using McDonald's because they just a successful corporation or Walmart. Just because the CEO of Walmart or McDonald's had a bad day. They're not going to shut all stores down and say, we ain't serving no burgers today or we're not serving nothing at Walmart today. It's going to happen regardless. Like with if the sun rises, most likely, well, I know if you were here in Houston because of the snowstorm happened, some of the Walmarts wouldn't even open. That's how I knew it was real. Like Walmart wouldn't open out here in the snowstorm. So it was a big deal. But still, but the point of that I'm trying to say, they're going to majority of the time be open. So with your business, with our companies, we have to take it that serious and get it to a point, get it to operate and function at a place. If we, if it's not there now, we have to get it to function and operate at a place where it is as the sun rising is doing it at this set time, because it says, if you know, the, you go to Walmart, if this is the store hours are from 6 a.m. to 11 p.m., 
that's what it's going to be. No if ands, buts about it. That is the exact time that is going to be. And so it's like getting our companies to function and operate, getting our dreams to, to, to be on path. Like if we say we're going to do something, we have to stand behind it with no excuses and find figure out ways. And that's truly where I'm working to be in 2021 and beyond. Yeah, that's such a, that's such a really good thing to do. The follow through, I could tell you guys that has something that has not been a good thing for me. Like I couldn't, like, I am bad. I don't want to say bad at following through, but I know that's one of my downfalls that I really do want to work on is, you know, sticking to my word, doing what I say I'm going to do. You know, we all have very good intentions and we do want to do the things that we're saying we're going to do. But like you said, Jazz, like, like you even said in the other podcast, it's just like we're making these excuses and sometimes we give ourselves too much grace and that rationale comes in to like, mm. of course, I don't need to work right now. I don't feel good. Don't I need to take care of my mental health? And that's when we have to go into, which I think you should, but that's why we have to go into when we're talking about business and um, things working systematically. So even when you don't feel like doing things, you don't have to, but you have a system in place to have some, it's still working for you to, instead of doing that thing and working in your business, like we say, we could work on it and say, hey, please, can you do this? exactly um, um and but you have to go to that drawing board right to make sure those frameworks are set up real and, um and so there's this thing that i saw on marie forleo's instagram she was talking to steve harvey and she said there's a difference there um a lot of times that are what we say we can't do is is that is 98 of the time or 99 percent of the time saying it's something that we won't do and so mm. like um so like I texted the girls uh yesterday it's like I wasn't able to edit the podcast for Tuesday to be honest I could have <laughs> but I was just not there I I didn't feel like I didn't want to I'm sorry soulmates I let y'all down no, no I understand what was going on behind the scenes it, it was just a lot <laughs> and so but <laughs> I wanted to rewrite that text because I just watched that. It was like, I didn't do this. <laughs> like, and a lot of times we we mistake our can'ts for won'ts. Like, I can't do this because blah, 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 blah. No, it's like, I won't do this because mm. of whatever fill in the blank. A, a lot of times it's literally most of the time, it's some, most of the time it's not you can't do something. It's that you won't do something because you have something that you're using as an excuse it's something that may be valid or not but mm -hmm. just let's, let us be honest with ourselves so, you know when we do use that rhetoric like i wasn't able to it's like no i didn't do this and this is why um but when you're looking at it this way you ask yourself could i have done this through this and most of the time it is yes but like you were mm -hmm. saying we have to train ourselves to be able to you know when we do hit that road to to figure out what how the best move forward um, right and, and i think as we grow and expand the operational 
um, hiring people on, that's where we get really effective because it will be automatic no matter what. And so I don't want us to beat ourselves up as small business owners because I can understand if you are trying to juggle a full-time job and, you know, other things as well, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming. So our, our capacity can get pretty full. We have to think about it. We're only one person. And so delegating, finding ways to delegate. I, I'm learning that that my mentor, Mike Fritz, he keeps telling me like, your operations is the almost like the heart of your business. And that makes, that frees us up. And I'm just trying to think more operational um, minded moving forward with starting businesses in, the, in, my, in my journey so that I can be successful, so that we can be successful, so that the things that need to get done, they're still getting done. He said, um, and even in this book, the, the, um, the 5 a.m. club, it talks about how people, how we should work to automate as many things that if that hold on, how did they say it automate as many things in our life that we possibly can so we don't have to use our brain power in that area so if you can delegate it out do that do just that don't, don't feel like you have to have the superman cape on divvy up as many responsibilities as you possibly can don't feel like you, you you know it's not your work. You know if you have a hand and you're okay in it, then it's it's all the same. It's all, as long as oh, it said for us perfectionists out there, um, done done is better than perfect. Perfectly not done. So yeah. we want a lot of times we want things to be perfect, and so much so perfect can push the day. It could be pushed back the deadline, push back the deadline, push back the deadline before you know it. It's like three weeks before past the deadline versus putting it out there people are going to appreciate that you put it put it out there versus you not putting it out there at all so done is better than perfect perfectly so not so true so true that is so true girl girl and this is actually kind of going i don't know if uh tiff secretly read this book or not but <laughs> these are definitely um this goes to the fourth rule in the 5 a.m. club. So the fourth rule is I have the results that top five producers have. You must start doing what 95% of the world are, well, 95% of the people are unwilling to do. And so that thing there, like 95% of the people are not willing to, this is why it's called the 5 a.m. club, but wake up at 5 a.m. They're not willing to put things out consistently. They're not willing to, you know, do all the little things that that are necessarily not willing to, to you know, say that I'm not going to keep binging on this Netflix episode, you know, after it, keep, it goes off and then another one and another one goes on or say that um, I'm not going to keep eating this way, knowing that I'm, I'm trying to be fit or I'm trying to be healthy, even more importantly than just being fit. So it's just, you know, we, it is, I can't say it takes a lot of structure. It takes a lot of being different to live this life. It takes, you're not just going to be able to go on autopilot and, and, you know, let like come to you, like majority of all our peers and our family members done. It is going to be a very different structure of life from what we're used to but that's why only five percent of the people are doing it because it's not easy to do so everybody is not just gonna say oh wake up one day and say i'm gonna do all the little things so that's why i think the rule is i is and i i wrote this rule as an affirmation i know it's 
it's not written like this, but it's basically the, the results that top five producers have. You must start doing what 95% of the people are unwilling to do. And yeah, that's... Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's really good because that's really what it comes down to. And I think that if I really want everybody to go to our episode where it talks about being unstuck it's, it's because um, we all have mm. different things that keeps us stuck. And one of the things that you said um, was the details. Me, mm. I look at the big grand picture of like, I see that. But yeah. when it comes to these little ass details, I'm like, bruh, <laughs> can we get to the big things? Like, can we get to the buying the building? Like, I, that's what I'm trying to, that's why you could talk to me then, but it's the little details and the little changes that we have to make. And that's what's stopping a lot of us is not doing the groundwork. It's really the work that we're running away from. But I'll mm. tell you this, you will feel, I feel like a lot of my, my personal anxiousness comes from not doing what I'm supposed to be doing when it's supposed to be done. It comes mm. from putting off things that I know need to be done because if I'm not sure. working on my business, I'm not accelerating whatever it is, then um, I don't feel good. I don't mm. feel good. So <laughs> it's so weird, but um, cause you know what you're supposed to do, right? But mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that, that in-between is. It's that in-between of, I know what I'm supposed to do and I really want to do it, but actually that, that thing of actually doing it. Oh, let me tell you something that I saw guys. Um, so I saw this on Instagram to the CEO of Blavity. She posted, I don't even know what she posted, but her caption was on point. She said, if there are five frogs on a log and four decide to jump off, how many frogs are on the log? I know the answer cannot be as simple as I want to say so what is your answer of course wait there are five frogs on a log and four decide to jump off how many frogs are on the log oh I got it I think I got it is it five yes thank you you said they decided yes actually sis yes so a lot of us decide oh I want to start this business I decide yeah I'm gonna open myself up to love I decide I'm going to move out (laughs) baby girl you still on the log unless you're acting and you do it talk about it okay so it's just like (sighs) I have to go back to my sentence my word of the (laughs) my sentence of the uh the years I'm about the action and honestly mm. I have been feeling very stuck very ooh, not good I understand it's okay we we go through those phases though and and the beautiful part about it because I was stuck I was definitely stuck in 2021 toward the I think it was like Thanksgiving time I you know I put my little smile on but I just feel so stuck and I think we have to get to that place because I forgot what the saying is it says but oh I even hold on wait okay hold on oh no I got I got a quote on this but I just think it goes to us you know when you when you hit 
rock bottom, it's only one way to go. And that's up. That's up. Diamonds, some of the most beautiful diamonds are made in pressure, guys, in the most, most treacherous situations that we can know. And it's a lot of pressing. It's a lot of crushing. It's like a lot of, of warmth, heat at the end. I mean, at the inside the earth's mantle. So like, I think it's, it had to take me getting to that low place and for me to say enough is enough. Like nobody gonna rescue me. Nobody gonna change this situation. Nobody gonna do this. I have to figure this out so that I can get through this so I can get out of this. Like I literally like had to tell myself that cause I was like, I had not been going to the gym. I had not been eating healthy. I had not been on my affirmations like I normally would. I just wasn't on my prayers. I wasn't, I wasn't doing me. I wasn't feeling like myself. And, and then it go, it, it taught me this quote. I mean, well, this quote really hit me in the 5 a.m. club when it said, it says the best thinking has been done in solitude and the worst thinking has been done in turmoil. And I remember I was in so much turmoil and wondering why I felt always so clouded. So like I couldn't get a creative thing to save my life. So I just literally had to surrender myself to God and just ask like, okay, clear the path. Like, all right, give me a little reset. Like, all right, I'm done because I just wasn't, but that solitude, I wasn't giving God solitude. I wasn't giving like that quiet time with God and myself to really truly plug in and tap in. and. And honestly, it wasn't appeasing. Every time I would try to sit in some, some quiet or some silence, my mom would just wonder off and or out next thing you know, I'm scrolling on TikTok or something. I'm just like, okay, uh, okay, okay. I need to do better. And so sometimes you really just have to whip yourself in the shape and be like, none of this is gonna change unless you change. And sometimes we have to be gracious with ourselves. And so I, I always have like this balance, this kind of twofold approach, if you will. Sometimes I'm telling myself, okay, in, in this whole little recoup, re pick me up stage, you have to go through your go through. Let's, let's be human, right? Let's be honest, because these are things nobody likes to talk about. You are going to, like, I don't think it's good to lie to yourself and be like, oh, I'm okay. I'm ignoring this. Like, pretend like it doesn't hear. My life is positive, wonderful. No, yes, yes you want to get there. But like, first, let's acknowledge what's going on, okay? I'm upset because he did, she did, or they did, or I did, or my business not doing, or my life is, I feel like I should be here. Why don't have my house yet? Why don't have my, my husband? All the whatever, you know? And so be real, live that. And so what I would even do, and this just worked for me, maybe I think everybody should adjust whatever works so that it worked for you. But I gave myself like, I would set a timer. Sometimes I would set a timer for five minutes. I mean, probably not five. I would set a timer for 10 minutes. Sometimes I would set a timer for 20 minutes, maybe 60 minutes, depending on what the situation. And I would say in this time, you can let your mind roam free. Like think about all the bad that you possibly want, like how this situation has hurt you, broke you, tore you down, how you want it to be this way. Do it all in your mind, like get it all out your system because after this time will go off, you are not allowed to think about this no more. Like this is behind us. We're not, cause I say, if I'm gonna be hurt, I'm gonna be a, a head hurt D. Like I'm not about to be letting, I'm not about to be hurt and not productive. I'm about to, you know, go through that, but then I'm just gonna be on my shit. Cause I got, I got stuff 
to achieve. I got a life I need to live. And I really feel like soaking in this is taking me further and further away from the life that I really truly want. So I'm going to exist in it. I'm going to acknowledge it. I'm going to, but then after that, I got to choose. Like you have to force yourself. You have to say, okay, all right. We thought about that. <laughs> That's not the outcome. And so maybe you might have to wash, rinse, repeat this, this, this for like a couple weeks or maybe once every two weeks or once a week. But one thing we cannot do is just allow ourselves to just free flow and then next thing you know we spent the whole damn 24 hours thinking about this one situation or a whole two weeks back in and deeper and finding ourselves stuck in this situation in order for us to free we have to be taking progressive steps and the only person that's going to really do those steps for us is us is you you can't rely on this person whether it's the relationship because i remember i would just tell myself like if this person just leave me alone then I'm gonna be good but it's not up to that person it's up to you to leave them alone they're not supposed to leave you alone so we have to take ownership we have to take charge of whatever it is that we are going through whatever but it's going it's going it might hurt in the process but you're going to get through it I know that cold and this 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 Houston snowstorm it hurt me y'all but but we got through it we got through it and everything we will get through we will get through that makes me think of like just actively taking control of your life Mm. um and so what i mean by that it is easy to just want to when things aren't going like you want to you just want to Mm. not do nothing sometimes you know for me sometimes i'm just like just want to not do anything (laughs) and so but then um you have to actively make yourself okay so I feel like we're going in between like business and like her <laughs> but like for me I'm talking about all the same. I'm talking about like um just not feeling good and so you have to act you have to actively do the things that make you feel good like um like calling on God like talking to your friends like one thing that really brought me joy the other day was watching like uh, Randy redo the Cinderella, some Cinderella song. And it's just like little bitty things. And I just want everybody to like, you know, no one is going to save you other than God himself, but you have to actively do what you can to get through. And it's as simple as doing the things that bring you joy. Mm. One of the, one of the biggest things (laughs) And um, that I think helps is nature, but laughter. Laughter has gotten me through so much <laughs> um, Girl. because stuff is funny and you just, you just you can't help but laugh and <laughs> you can't be sad and be laughing at the same time. Girl. So if you need a peak way to get through, to get back on track, I feel like watch something that's funny um, yes. uh, and, and get, and then let that be that thing to pull you to do. Okay. Now that I feel better now, this is the time to, you know, get, get to writing my to-do list to seeing where I need to change and stuff like that, because Thanks. you have to do it. You have to actively um, pull yourself out of whatever it is. That is so good. And it's scientifically proven, y'all, that laughter releases cortisol. I mean, it, yeah, it frees the cortisol out of your system. And we know cortisol is the stress stress hormone. So 
I always like to break down hormones or actual chemicals that are being released inside of our body. So they're kind of a big deal. When we stressed and we sad, when we down and out, we're releasing cortisol. Cortisol is linked to cancer, heart disease, things that are very detrimental to us. When we laugh, we're freeing that cortisol out of our bodies and replacing it with dopamine, the, the feel-good hormone that elevates us, that rises us, that, that just ignites us. So I'm glad that you brought up laughter. That is good food for the soul. That is good medicine for our, our body. Like, so use laughter. And one thing you were saying, Tiff, when you said like, we just literally, when we feel down, we have to find those pick-me-ups that, that you know, that that keeps you in the fight. I kind of think of it as it keeps you in the race, keeps you on the path. Um, and that actually is the last uh, rule of the five rules of the 5 a.m. club. It says, when you feel like surrendering, continue. And so I think about that as, yeah, when you feel like giving up, you got to find something that's going to, you know, keep you continuing. Like, how are we going to continue? Like, what is it? So some days you might need that, that pick me up. You might need that laugh. You might need to go on the funnies and watch a whole bunch of funny videos from one of your favorite comedians that's out there. So you, you might need those pick me. You might need to call your girl that's going to have you kicking it up or your, your friend or your whomever. You might need to call that person that's just going to spread some laughter, spread some love. So sometimes it can be also simple. It's just getting some la some good laughs. Yeah, this also like made me think of. I, we were talking about this just on like a personal phone call about um, things just don't happen. And um, that's me, y'all. I'm like a very oh things are gonna happen. Be consistent. You know, be a good person. Good things are just gonna happen to you. What I learned recently that is not true. <laughs> I mean, good things no. will happen to you, of course, with the hand of God, but you really have to work for it. You do. Yes. And I, though I want things to come with ease and though I do believe that they can, I think that working for it and ease is what makes the ease. Um, exactly. You, you can, yeah. The you strategy. Can, yeah. You, yeah, you create the ease by working <laughs> first. <laughs> And so um, this is funny because uh, at my job, they had a human design person come in and tell us what our human design is. So, so there's these different things. I, I can't really tell you the breakdown, but it's like, you're, you could be a generator, a manifesting generator, a manifester, and it just tells you how you approach things in life. And mm. so when I was hearing all these things, like, I was like, oh, I'm definitely the manifester. Like, what? what you mean like uh and then yeah. and so the actual person who was a manifester was the ceo of our company wow and manifestors are like the one percent of uh people in in life so mm. i was like oh, okay so oh that was the only one that was a manifester okay i'm probably in the generator manifester because i'm definitely a manifester <laughs> and, then, and then i realized oh oh i'm not that either they're like Tiffany, you are a generator and so basically mm -hmm. a generator from from what I can remember uh, is basically you think that things, you think like you're very traditional and you believe that things are like organically happen and mm -hmm. so that's how I'm humanly set up like they do it based off of like your birthday time you 
uh, and stuff like that. Um, you were born and stuff like that. And I was like, dang. So you mean to tell me I'm not like just a manifester go getter like that? <laughs> and so, um, but it's just like you're very traditional and you, you know, things, you know, you believe things are come to you. So just like knowing that it's just like there's different ways that you could work to, you know. You yeah, could be, you could still manifest the life that you want, but it's Girl. interesting to see how you're you're set, like how they say like you're set up. But it totally makes right. sense. You know? Yeah, I get that, and I think even with that information, you could you could use it for your benefit to see yeah. what ways do I need to create new habits in my daily life so that I can become whatever it is. Because I feel like we're self made. We yeah. get these blueprints. And when I say self-made, I'm always talking about we God. We self-made, we God, and then all the wonderful people that's in our circle. But anyway, but we self-made though. Yeah, <laughs> but I think because my um my uh when I look up different things like that, I use these as as little templates to show my strengths and then to show me what ways I want to build and and create some new new strengths. So if they say that, you know, that I'm I'm I I don't know, I can't think of one. I ain't did one of these things in so long time, long of a time like that. I'm stubborn. Then I will, you know, get books that allow me to be a better listener and, you know, work on these things in you so that when you do see these certain traits that could be blocking you, you can know how to identify them or develop different skills around them so that you can be more receptive and more understanding and more, you know, I don't know. It, it's always a ways to, I feel like, navigate your life and to create your life to and create your character. Like Bob Proctor always talks about building your self-image, creating your self-image, creating. That's what all we're doing. That's what everybody's doing on social media, the branding. That's just creating your self-image, creating your personal brand, creating your ideal of who you want to be and how you want to be portrayed. And so I feel like with that, it's always room to grow. It's always room to, to self-improve, to self-develop. And I don't, I feel like we're not trees. We're always learning, growing, evolving and changing. No, yeah, that's so true. You definitely have to take like your, your strengths from those things. But um, like, I'm not totally sold on like everything that, you know, pe people come to the forefront that, you know, rather you're like, oh, I'm a Gemini or I'm a true. generator or, you know, what all these things are, but definitely take your strengths and then also see where you can improve in your weaknesses because everything that you are it has both it's both a balance of strengths and weaknesses and all that in between so I think that's so good because a lot of people they do like oh you're this and that's it and now I can't do this you know and a lot that. of it is conditioned from how we were we were raised a lot of it is as well some of it some of it is yeah but I remember the reason why I even brought that up, I didn't even finish my thought, was okay. because <laughs> you, you told me something, oh, it was coming to like, because I was telling Jazz, like, I'm single and I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong because I've been single for so long and she's just like, well, it's like, it's like things aren't just going to come to you like that. Like, you have to create space for that. You have to be intentional about, you know, the things that you want in your life and create that thing and then which you said earlier today on our uh, call before it's just like don't don't put a actual person into that thing but just like what you want in life you know because mm -hmm. we our our think our our minds and our thoughts to people um, mm -hmm. instead of like 
um, a feeling, a feeling. Yeah. And so inside of a feeling, cause you're you dropping gems this morning. Cause when she said like, we all have our own will, but you can't control someone else's will in their life. So you can only manifest that feeling and that can manifest into the person that is right for you or Jeez. the job that is right for you or the business that is right for you or whatever. Right. For sure. And I got that from, I don't know, some I, could have been a, a YouTube video or a plethora of them or a book or something. And basically it just talks about, you know, whenever, whatever we're trying to manifest, if you're trying to manifest the dream job, the dream car, the dream person, don't necessarily ask. Well, I think with cars, I guess you could, but most cases it say, don't ask for one specific thing. Like I want, you know, this particular man with, and we have like probably a, a picture of our ex in our head, or we have a picture of um, our friends. If we manifest in a, a, our dream house, it's a picture of our friend's house or something. Instead, just state the color of the house you want. State the, um, be specific, but don't, you know, try to be so, so, so specific to the point where it's already, you already know the person that you're talking about. And so really you're not trying to manifest your dream man. You're trying to manifest this person that you sit by sit next to you in third grade. But that's yeah. not gonna work like that. You have to like I okay and, and, um state characteristics. I want someone that's caring, someone that's a leader, someone that you know that's a fa family oriented, someone that's compassionate. Don't stay like um I want him to be uh this high well you can say tall but don't like okay you need to be six two and a half you need to you know and you could say a lean build athletic deal but you don't need to say okay have six packs and you know like specifically stating somebody that you actually know and so or specifically stating someone else's house that you've been into and you fell in love. So you're trying to stay, you want everything. So, so much so that you block your own vision. Like when you are imagining, you're not even imagining all the infinite possibilities because you're going to this one specific thing in your imagination, if that makes sense. So it's like you blocking off all what God could be putting into your life because we're over here, we're, we're tunnel focused on this this one specific house and it can't be no other house and all the other houses suck or it can't be any other this because it's like god like i'm trying to send you what you need but so the point i'm just trying to make is when we are you know making these manifestations just being leaving god room to work in your life but also being specific but not to the point where we're trying if, if we're talking about people here um don't try to infringe your will on someone else's will because we can't change anyone we can't make anyone do anything we can't make anyone you know fall in love with us we can't if they are not already willing to do that thing now if you're in a relationship with someone that means that they are willing to be with you and if you want certain things to change then you could potentially you know say i want you know as to have a smooth harmonious relationship because that person has already told you that they they made a verbal commitment to you like I'm willing to you know work this thing out and grow but if someone is not then you can't and I, I did this with exes you know praying and hoping seeing trying to visualize us on the beach together but no that's that's not the case because if they were willing to do that then they would be doing that right they wouldn't be my ex so um but it's just 
understanding that we we have so much power, but let's not limit our power by just trying to hone it in and focus it in on one specific thing or person. Yeah. So true. Woo. So kind of went <laughs> off the tangent there. <laughs> girl, girl, girl. Is this, what, this is what God wanted us to do. Yes, but I love the, all those principles of the 5 a.m. club. I'm going to start waking up at 5 a.m. too. <laughs> girl, girl, it just has so many gems, y'all. Gems, gems on top of gems. I, I strongly suggest reading this book to join the 5 a.m. club with me. I still ain't all the way in there. I woke up at 6 a.m. on a Saturday, so that was a huge step for me. I'm trying to get it up to 5 a.m. I'm good. I am going to get it to 5 a.m. Let me affirm that over my life right now. It's a work in progress. Um, and I just, it, just to take ownership and he have a template, but maybe that's another thing I'll go th- over another day. Like what you're supposed to actually be doing when you wake up at 5 a.m. So y'all read the book to find out, read the Girl. book to find out or Girl, listen to the book. Girl, girl, right? So yeah, what to do when you actually wake up? That's going to be the real game changer. That's going to be mm, real. I love that. All righty. <laughs> y'all, girl get into it get into it all right y'all so what time is it it's affirmation time it's affirmation time it's affirmation time y'all if this is your first time tuning in on the soul feeling podcast we always 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 end our podcast with the positive affirmation so what the heck is an affirmation an affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life either you're transforming your life for the good are you transforming your life for the demise? Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So on them days when you're feeling sick and tired, down and out, weak, you still want to affirm that you are getting better and better each and every day and each and every way. Just affirm good things over your life and watch how God just come in your life and just do exceedingly abundantly above all you can think or even imagine. I'm a, there is two of us today. Kobe's still here in spirit, and I am affirming that there are millions, billions, trillions of y'all out here tuned in, and generations to come out here tuned in to the Soul Feeling Podcast. So we're going to go ahead and end this thing off with our positive affirmations. Do you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Sure, I could go. I'm going to say, I am healed. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I am living a glorious life. I live with excellence, with boundless enthusiasm, limitless integrity, being true to my vision, and with a heart full of love. Yes, y'all feel like you just pooped on me. I want to say this. Okay, with that affirmation, that too, that too. Girl, I got it from the 5 a.m. club, so y'all go ahead and tune in. Yes, I love that affirmation. Well, guys, make sure that you are following us everywhere. Soul Filling Podcast, that's S-O-U-L-F-I-L-L-I-N-G Podcast. We are on YouTube. So if you want to see our faces, you can go there and subscribe there. We're also on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. I was going to say Google Play, but not right now. <laughs> and um, But if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, make sure to give us a five-star rating and write something soulful and sweet. And as always, if something really stuck with you, please share it on your social media platform so more people can tune in and get their soul fed. Yes. All right, guys. Until next time. We love y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you.